Well, hello, my little bamlets and bean stews. This is Beans, and it is disclaimer time. Bam and I are not sexperts, and our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health concern, we strongly urge you to consult a qualified physician. And, for obvious reasons, our sex talk podcast is intended for only the maturest of audiences. Enjoy! Here we go, here we go again Trying hard but you wanna be my friend Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to Here we go, here we go again Call my bluff, I'ma be your to the end I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to If you And I'm Beans. And this is our Sex Talk Podcast. Where we like to talk about sex. And we beg of you to talk about sex with us. By emailing us at bamandbeans at gmail.com. Or hitting us up on Facebook with our weekly Would You Rathers. Well, weekly-ish. Well, I mean, now that I figured out that I need a fucking computer to do this. (laughs) We're gonna get you one. You know what? Just take this one home with you. Like, it doesn't even do it on my tablet, which is more annoying. Oh, yeah. Because you basically use your tablet as a computer anyways. I mean, I should be able... Mm -hmm. That should have, like, computer-esque access to everything. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to stop using the app, and I'm just going to use fucking Chrome for that shit. I'm going to see if that works. Yeah, that's probably best. The best. All right. So, um... We don't have any would you rather's to, uh, like polls from from Facebook to discuss because we got a little far behind on them. But we're gonna catch up. Yeah, so fast. So like we already have people um, voting, voting on them. Yeah, like we put them up like two or three minutes ago. So that's exciting. I love it when you guys just jump right on it. <laughs> yeah, like we legitimately have like six votes on one. I think we have like two votes on another. Yes. So I'm I'm just really excited that I found out that if I use the computer, I can attach gifts yes. to which one they want to vote for. And you can do polls. Yeah, and I can do the actual polls. Yeah. Which is exciting. Which is just a huge reminder to you guys that you can still comment on them even after the poll is finished. So if you're a binge listener and this is like your first time listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, well, fuck wads. The polls are over. The polls are over. No, you can still go back and comment because... Please do. Beans and I agreed that if there's a poll that like gets overtaken from like what it used to be, like people are still like commenting on it or something. We'll readdress it. We'll readdress it. Absolutely. So please never think that your opinion doesn't matter because it matters to us it and it matters always, always matters to us. Because we love you. We enjoy your company. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> well brains. Oh my god. I was trying a different character voice and I think it mm. didn't pan over. I don't like that one. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see if you're going to continue doing it or not. I was going to be scared. <laughs> looking at me with like the worst puppy eyes like I crushed her fucking dreams. <laughs> oh, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> I'll throw it. Don't worry. <laughs> so, Beans. Yeah, bam. This first would you rather is would you rather date a bad kisser or... Ooh. Someone who is terrible at oral sex. Oh. I mean... Mm. I thought this one would be a little bit easier for you. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that everything is so dramatic. It's hard. <laughs> well, okay. So, here's the thing. In my experience, I've never, like, never known someone to be a bad kisser and good at oral sex. 
or vice versa. Like, you know what you're doing up here? It does correlate. Can you just apply it down here? Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I think guys get really, like, thrown off because there's not another tongue interacting with them. Oh. Because we can't just move our clit on demand. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like we can go all Like you'd think it would be you'd think it would be easier. Like it stays stationary. Just fucking Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are like, just do the ABCs with your tongue. And I'm like, yeah, but what if they don't know their ABCs? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, um that was one of my favorite tricks, um, was to have the guy start doing the ABCs and then I'll let them know which letter to stop on (laughs) or which letter to go back to. That's great. Yeah. Um, mm, I still have to pick, don't I? Yeah. Like, we we didn't establish what your answer was. I don't want to. Okay, but you have to. Ugh. You know what? And this might surprise you. But I think I would rather uh, date someone who is bad at oral. Okay. Because if you're a bad kisser, like, I just don't see the relationship working like because it's like because i really like kissing well it's also like a lot more than just like sexual right you know like kissing is just like that's how most women get their emotional connection Mm -hmm. between you know like them and their partner yeah so i mean dudes too i mean yeah but women use 100 percent of their brain for emotion whoa as men only use 50%. Is that really a scientific fact? Yeah, that's a scientific fact. Okay, Google. I'm surprised my, my phone didn't go off. <laughs> it's like sitting right there in your hands. <laughs> I looked down like, bitch, don't you betray me again. <laughs> yeah, but that that's real life. Hmm. Because. Sounds like fake news, but okay. I mean, why do you think women have so many more emotions? Well, they utilize more emotions. Yeah, that sounds a little bit more accurate. Not that they have more. They just <clears throat> utilize more of their mm-hmm. emotions. Yeah. That we're more um, emotionally inept and men are more logically inept. Yeah. I was actually, I was watching a episode, this is so off topic, <laughs> I was watching <laughs> an episode of The Brain Games and they were saying that um, men have, it's been proven that men have more... Um, spatial awareness than women do so they tend to be better at tetris or like packing a car yeah or things like that and that's pretty interesting i suck at spatial awareness and that's probably why i have so many bruises on my hands because i fucking i swing my arms when i walk and then i just fucking hit them on shit (laughs) thinking i had clearance well, I mean that I feel like that also like tends to like the logical aspect of a of a man's yeah. brain mm-hmm. because think of it this like this is how I always think of it is because like when you and I get into an argument mm-hmm. which does not happen very often but when it does yeah. we use I feel statements mm-hmm. instead of like the you statements yeah and well, I mean we've, all, we've both also been to therapy so yeah but even <laughs> we without, know how to utilize even without that I feel statements um, even without that like. Even growing up when you were, like, a child and your mom was like, well, why are you crying? It's like, well, because I feel like this. Yeah. Because, and then boys are just like, why are you crying? I don't fucking know. Mm. Men. (laughs) So what about you? Uh, I would, you know, I would also, no, I would, I would probably go with the bad kisser. bad kisser? Yeah. And just never kiss him? Oddly enough, I don't have a whole lot of emotion built up other than, like, rage that comes out in tears. <laughs> okay. So, um... Murder! The murder! We don't have the, uh... The licensing, the licensing for that, so I couldn't uh, think of another word. Oh! For the, uh, the foreskins. <laughs> Climb aboard the murder caboose. Oh my goodness. Um, homicide! <laughs> Climb aboard the homicide plane. (laughs) What the fuck? That's so much worse. (laughs) Holy shit. On a scale of murder train to homicide plane, how are you feeling today? Manslaughter. (laughs) 
gonna shoot down this office. That's totally different. Oh my um, goodness. What's next? Okay. Ooh. Okay, Bam. I'm okay. No, you're I'm, Bam. I'm Bam. Um, you almost had me calling you Bam. <laughs> Damn, it almost worked. The body swap is a little close. <laughs> okay, Beans. Freaky beans Friday okay. moment. <laughs> so, Beans, um, thought I was going to go easy on you all day, didn't you? That was supposed to be easy? <laughs> yeah, so it was an easy one. Ugh. Um, Would you rather have sex with a priest or a monk? Um, hmm. A monk. Because they're all about, like, meditation. Like that chi like that, Yeah. And I think that that's just, like, one more step closer to tantric sex. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Monks just seem sexier. I don't know. What about you? Well, I'm not, like, a huge bald person kind of gal. Oh. What? <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you think my husband, husband has had, had been balls for bald for years? <laughs> Take two. What the fuck is happening to our podcast? <laughs> Your husband had been bald for years. Spent <laughs> <had> twelve minutes. <laughs> we can't fucking get it together. Oh boy. Ooh, okay. Oh, on the bright side, we're laughing a lot today. Did I say that we were recording on Tuesday? Because it's definitely it's, still Monday. Holy shit, it's Monday. You oh, had me fucking God. going there. Dude, I was like, holy shit, it is Tuesday. <laughs> I was like, this isn't what we do on Wait, Tuesdays. Wait, this isn't what we do on this Tuesdays. This is fucking weird. I was like, okay. Remember when we used to record on Tuesdays? I remember when we used to record on Tuesdays. I miss those days. I miss those days. I remember when we used to record in a closet. Yeah. I remember those days, too. <clears throat> um, I think I would go with the priest. Okay. Because of the bald head. Um, yeah. I mean, that's why my husband has hair now. <laughs> it's... I, I enjoy it. But there's just something about a freshly shaved head. It's so <laughs> soft. Oh. <laughs> That's that spatial I'm awareness. Done. I'm so done. Oh my god. This is going to be a great episode. I'm going to have to edit so much out. Good <laughs> luck, buddy. <laughs> Fuck it. Don't edit a thing. Oh my god. Our first unedited episode. People are going to be like, what is this? <laughs> Who are these fucking goons? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you and what have you done with Bam and Beans? <laughs> this is the real me. <laughs> I've been edited this whole time. Unfiltered. Unedited. Pure mayhem. (laughs) I was going to say joy, but then I fucking changed it last second. No, we're fucking... This is chaotic. (laughs) This is chaotic as fuck. All right. Mayhem. (laughs) Climb aboard the mayhem boat. (laughs) All right. Beans. Bam. Would you rather have sex with someone with a French accent or a British accent? Um, I'm pretty sure I'm ruined on French accents now, so British. <laughs> <laughs> the, the French language has been ruined for me. <laughs> Beautiful. I was going to say sadistic. <laughs> Tout de la fruit. Tout de la fruit. Je me bloupe Yeah, I'm also British. Je voudrais un livre. Frute the lever. <laughs> I'm not understanding how I'm saying it any oh different God. from you. I just you don't get it. La bibliothèque. That one I was like, I was in my head, I got it. But I said it out loud and my mouth was like, fuck you. <laughs> Eat dicks, bitch. You're going to look stupid forever. What's a good thing they can't look at you here? I figured out why our podcast is getting derailed. Oh, yeah, you didn't unwrap your buddy. Unwrap me. My lucky cough drop. (laughs) So, like, a fun little Easter egg for some of you people. I have unwrapped this one cough drop (laughs) since the very first episode, and I have not eaten it. Like, I always have it there in case I feel like a cough is coming on. 
But I have not eaten this one cough drop. It's the same damn cough and drop it's the same every single time. Fucking cough drop. And now I kind of refuse to eat this cough drop. Like if you need a cough drop, you go into the drawer and you get another. I'm gonna one. get a different. That cough, cough drop. drop is not for eating. It's not. <laughs> and I oftentimes unravel one for beans, and she has eaten every one of those cough drops. Yeah, that's because I'm a flimmy girl. <laughs> so we were saying. Uh, Last week, while we were done, like, recording that, um, how did we put it? That if I were to spontaneously die, you were going to sell this one cough drop <laughs> to all of our listeners and see put how much put it up. Put it It's the oh, continuously shit. unopened cough drop. <laughs> it's Bam's lucky cough drop. Yeah. <laughs> and we already, we already mentioned that, like, uh... Kirsten? Yeah. I always want to say Kristen. I don't know I why. know, and I think it's Kirsten. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then, like, so Kirsten. I, I go back to the um, How I Met Your Mother uh, goof, where um, Barney and Robin are at the restaurant, and um, Tegan-Michael Keyes is there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, his uh, character's, like, girlfriend... Her name is uh, Kreersten. Kreersten. <laughs> and, like, they call her name, and and uh, they say, um, Kirsten? Mm-hmm. And then they go, no, the R is before the I. Oh, Kristen. And after. <laughs> it's Kreersten. <laughs> Kreersten. <laughs> and that just, that just fucks all the Kristens and Kirstens and Kirstens up for me. Yeah. So it's... So, so I'm sorry if I say your name wrong. I'm going to do Kirsten. it a lot. Kirsten. 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 There you go. You're Kirsten now. <laughs> um, well, we said she would be the, like, opening bid and probably, like, the highest bid. She would be like, $200. I don't give a fuck. And we'd be like, dude, d- like, $5. So. I mean, we'd save on shipping, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably just... Probably just give it to her. Just be like, sold! Sold! <laughs> I am... My cough drop is worth at least 201 mm. like, dollars and a penny. Like, you have on it, though. <laughs> I would not do that to that cough drop. <laughs> it's been untainted. You want to keep it around a while. Forever. Alright. Do Beans. we have another? That was all three. Oh, shit. Why did... Why did I think there was more? Because we were having such a jolly time. Okay. Laughing at shit. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of shit to get through today. So, um, without further ado, it's time for 50 plus sexual fetishes you've never heard of. Oh, this is the really disturbing game in case y'all didn't hear the last one. Uh, the next one is actually one that we have uh, heard of and that we have touched on and it's cuckolding. Oh, Yay! yay. I know that one. Yes. Um, the next one is... Do you want to repeat cuckolding in case somebody skipped oh, that episode? Sure. Cuckolding or cuckoldry is a sexual fetish in which someone experiences sexual arousal by way of observing their partner having sex with another man or woman. Some report an associated feeling of humiliation and or rejection as part of the allure. Nice. Yes. All right. This next one, uh, now tell me what you think it might entail. Omorashi, or omo for short. Okay, um, is this like a sumo thing? No. Is it a sushi thing? No. Is this like an omelet thing? No. Is there food involved in any way? No. Uh, Not really. Okay, um, is it like stupidly easy or if this is like it's just it's literally it's the japanese word for this fetish oh okay so no i have no idea well omurashi is the japanese term for to wet oneself oh omo uh falls within the urolognia family of sexual fetishes which are related to urine those who identify as omo become aroused when they have a full bladder and wet themselves, or observe their partner wetting themselves. Other phrases used to describe this particular fetish are bladder desperation and panty wetting. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
They must oh. love going to the bars at night. <laughs> okay. Uh, next is a spankophilia. Okay, is that to spank somebody or to be spanked? Um, is it completely? Oh. oh, okay, perfect. I wanted you to be like it's, it's actually neither. It's the art of spanking. Oh. Spanking art is generally enjoyed by people who identify as spanking enthusiasts in the bedroom. Spankophilia is a paraphilia characterized by arousal from spanking or being spanked. It falls within the realm of BDSM behaviors, although it is a sexual fetish in and of itself. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that one. Okay, this next one talks about bronies. Is it? Is it bros holding brownies? No. But is it? But you're close. Is it about brownies? No, but it is about bros. Oh, okay. Um, bro homies. Mm-mm. Is it, is it when your bro is, like, there in the room high-fiving you? No. Oh, well, it's about bros. It's the adult male fans of My Little Pony. Oh, shit, that's right. Fuck. <laughs> Bad shit, fuck. Well, I not, knew that. Well, not all bronies associate this cartoon program created for children with sex. There is a niche community of people who fetishize My Little Pony and watch porn related to this series and or roleplay scenes based on the show. Good job, guys. <laughs> you took a poor little innocent thing. Just my little pony. I'll always square where you want. That's what they fucking did. Don't look at me like that. No, you just came up with that all on your own. Are you sure? I'm pretty Google sure. It. Google yeah. that shit right yeah. now and watch. Okay, one more. Porn. One more, one more, and then we're done. Okay. Forever? No. Oh. Teratophilia. Is that a pterodactyl? No. Okay, well, I feel like I was spot on, but... I mean... No, you're not even close. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I got really excited for a second. Like, oh, shit! Um, teratophilia? Teratophilia. Teratophilia. Is that like, um... Like, tearing one's clothes off? Nope. Oh, I felt really good about that. Okay, what is it? Teratophilia is a sexual fetish that involves being attracted to people with physical deformities. There are many subsets of teratophilia specific to different types of human deformities. For instance, acrotomophilia involves sexual attraction to amputees, and stigmatophilia refers to deriving sexual pleasure. Pleasure. From those whose bodies are marked or scarred in some way. Oh. Yeah. Mm. We had a brush up on our Latin. Was that Latin? I pretty sure it's Latin. Well, let's let's start with you need to brush up on your Latin. You're reading these. <laughs> but you don't know what they are. I'm not supposed to know. You're supposed to teach me. Oh, okay. Right? That's well, it's just you've been really bad at guessing. <laughs> What do you have for us today, Bam? <laughs> Whole lot of fuck you. <laughs> um, so I have a fun little thing. Okay. Did it really not save all of them? Oh, oh no. You fucking fuck fucks. Um, okay. Well, that's okay because it's still gonna be great. So <clears throat> Recently, I just told Beans about this, like, probably, like, I don't know, 45 minutes ago. Yeah. But there has been, like, this guy who's been sending me unsolicited dick pics mm-hmm. um, for approximately three weeks now. So, Lord. for one, guys, don't be throwing your penis out there. It's terrible. <laughs> like, especially if somebody does not ask you for it. And then right. they don't respond to the first 17 like, yeah, don't throw an 18th one out there. Read the room, bro. Like, for read three the weeks. Room. For three fucking weeks. Um, and then I actually was really curious if there's any articles on it. And it turns out there is a few. Ooh. And um, this one is by Bustle.com. Oh, I like Bustle. And this one is how many women have received dick pics, according to research, over half of millennial women have. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it. 
So if you're an 18 to 34-year-old woman who has a phone, chances are at some point in your life you've been sent a naked photo from a dude. A survey from YouGov, which I actually went onto that website to see the survey, um, which was also, like, slightly appalling, because it's just, like, how many people have gotten this? Yeah. It's, like, really upsetting. Um, YouGov does have that article still up. It is uh, also updated. So... That's nice. Um, an internet-based uh, market research company found that forty-three percent, or sorry, fifty-three percent of millennial women have received a dick pic. Um, Only fifty-three percent. This information is perhaps unsurprising to roughly about to roughly a hundred percent of millennial women. I'm just surprised it's not bigger. I know, um, but the reason why they can only. Um, like, the only reason that they can claim this 53%, uh, on October 2nd and October 3rd, um, YouGov asked 2,302 adults about the new photos they have received or sent. Um, that simple size included 1,156 women of all ages. Among overall, 29% said they have received a penis picture um, at some point in time. However, that number increased significantly among millennial women, with the majority, 53%, saying that they've gotten a nude photo from a man. Um, The same is true for 35% of women ages 35 to 54, and 8% with uh, 55 and older. While more than one to two millennial women say they received a dick pic, roughly one in four millennial men, 27%, admit to sending one. 20% 20% of the 1,143 men surveyed said they prefer not to say. Oh. So, like, 20% of you are like, I'd rather not say. Which means that you Which have. Which means you've done it. Like. <laughs> Bro. 50% say that they have, they have, it says ever, I think they meant n- Say never. Oh, never have they ever sent a dick pic. So 50% are like, I've never done that. And then the fucking 20% of you were like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, Guys, guys, if you're listening, if she hasn't specifically asked for you to take a picture of your penis and send it to her, please just don't. And you, you know what? Like... I would even accept, if you want to show her your penis, maybe just ask her first if she would like to see it. Yeah. Uh, hello. Good day, madam. Would you care to take a gander at my cock? Or even, hey, you're really pretty, and I would like to exchange pictures. Are you interested? Yeah. You'll either get turned down, or they'll be like, sure. Or even like, yo, you want to see my dick? Yeah. Because then you at least gave her a chance to say no thanks. No. There's 3% of millennial men who said, I don't know if they've ever sent a dick pic. (laughs) How do you not know? (laughs) That's like my favorite. That's my favorite statistic in here. For one, if you're looking at somebody and they're like, have you ever sent a dick pic? And you're like, I don't know. Okay, you did it. You did. Like, bro, you did it. It means you did. So there's 23% of you out here lying (laughs) on a fucking, like, it's not an exam, buddy. You're not getting fucking, like, it doesn't matter. No one's going to put your name on a list. Exactly. Like, you're not going to be. They should. Um, And only 11% of women overall say that they have asked to be sent a dick pic. Hmm. Um, That number increases to 23% among millennial women. So, overall, like, when they don't comparative do it, like, by age group, yeah. overall, it's 11% out it, of the people surveyed. And then once you break it down into that, like, millennial grouping, yeah. it's 23%. We just gotta start asking more people. Um, however, 53% of millennial women who've received one, um, more than three or four uh, say those were unsolicited. Mm. So it is, let's see, more than three, more than three and four, 78 or 78. Three out of four. That's a three and four. So yeah, three but out of four. That's what they mean? Yeah. Okay. okay. <clears throat> it's just starting to get a little wordy, so. Yeah. Um. So three-fourths of them said they were unsolicited. Yeah. 
Uh, so YouGov found that more young women responded that they haven't received an unwanted dick pic. Well, than one who had received one because they asked for it. Hmm. So 60% of women overall say that it's unsolicited. So 60% of women are out here getting what I just found out today is the technical term cyber flashed. <laughs> um, and the amazing thing about it. Oh, here's one more thing that I find um just so men understand how women feel when they're getting, like, unsolicited, um, most millennial women picked the words gross, 49%, mm. um, stupid, 48%, yep. and sad, 24%. I feel like that should be a higher number. I know. <laughs> um, 17% of women described dick pics as sexy. So 17, according to, like, all of the other women who are like, no, it's fucking gross, stupid, and sad. Mm. Um, so here's hoping you find your diamond in the rough there pal yeah like cross your fingers but due to all of this cyber flashing um there are two states i want to give a whoop whoop to hey starting with texas so texas has actually found that because of all these unsolicited dick pics they are now um doing a 500 hundred dollar fine and a criminal record oh if you are snap. in texas um, if you, uh, whether it is a dating app, messenger, or even airdrop, it is now illegal. Yo, y'all better be careful who you send your dick pics to. And in Pennsylvania, it is a $300 fine and up to 90 days imprisonment. Jesus. Yep. People are not playing when it comes to, uh, which they define as digital sexual harassment. It is. It really is. Cyber flashing is a form of sexual harassment. Yeah. Like, unsolicited nudity pictures is a form of harassment. It's literally the same as someone coming up to you on the fucking street going, here's my junk. I mean, I'm not going to put it out there, but here I go. I mean, fucking Jeffrey Dahmer flashed a bunch of people at the state fair. And He did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seemed like a Jeffrey Dahmer thing to do. It doesn't, but actually he did. He flashed <clears throat> fifty peop- or 25 people, women and children, and he was fined $50 for it. Goodness. So this isn't no Jeffrey Dahmer movement, guys. Like, you're going to have to be in jail or spend $500 per dick pic. Ugh. Yeah. They don't just wrap that whole thing up. If you are, like, a repeat offender, uh-huh. they will continuously add the charges. Dude, and you- would have... You're- Dude that's been sending you dick pics would fucking owe the state eight grand. Yeah. Holy shit. 18 unsolicited dick pics from this guy. I'm sorry. Six. Nine grand. Nine. Yeah. I could math. And then. I don't math on Mondays. If we were. Well, it's Tuesday, so. (laughs) And if we were in Pennsylvania, let's see. um, What's. I'm going to do cheating math where I do it on my phone because I don't. That's high math. So 18 times 90. Um, that is 1,620 days in jail. Jesus. All right, moral of the story. Quit sending unsolicited dick pics. So that is for approximately four and a half years. Mm, cool. Which is great. So, I mean, if you want to keep doing it, sure, whatever, but you are going to get turned in. <laughs> I have told you no. Yeah. You heard it from us. I mean, that's, like, the thing, though. If somebody says, please stop sending them, and then you keep doing it. That's. Mm, like, that's you deserve a, a to have it taken problem. away. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They used to do that. Oh, God. Yeah. Back in the old days. Yeah. Back in the good days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lorena Bobbitt was born in the wrong decade. I know. And I'm in the sad. wrong century. I'm fucking sad about it. <laughs> Bitch is my hero. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of penises... <laughs> Um, I, I came across a thread on Facebook the other day, and I believe it originated on Twitter by, uh, Rosewater at Hakeem Anderson. Ooh. Bro, the first way to take care of the vagina you're sexing is to first take care of you, your penis, your body, and your mouth. Mm -hmm. Let me explain. A thread. Thread. (laughs) As men, we carry bacteria. It's natural, so it's important to maintain regular hygiene. Clean your penis. Don't just run a cloth past it. 
Hold it and lather it, the homie, with soap and scrub-a-dub-dub, bruv. Pull that foreskin back and you really don't. Well, he says you really should get circumcised. Like, that's up to you and your rabbi. (laughs) And your rabbi. (laughs) And clean it up. Sperm carries bacteria. Once in a while, pull out instead of emptying whole loads inside your girl. Too much sperm inside her vagina will cause bacteria to form in there. Practice the dismount, my homie. Pills ain't 100% locked tight. (laughs) Ever seen newborns with IUDs in their hands? (laughs) 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 When your balls are itchy, that's yeast, fam. (laughs) Wash it up, dry up, cool off. Uh, your Amazonian pubes don't make you manly. Shave them off, fam. They carry dead skin, sweat, and bacteria. You want your girl to blow you? How when your one pube strand is as long as her Peruvian inches? (laughs) How sway? Shave, trim, manscape. Mow it down or off. On the subject of your pelvic shrubbery, if one of them bad boys gets caught in the wetness of her cooch, magooch, The friction your penis creates during strokes will cause a tear on her lips. That tearing plus your bacteria plus sweat plus dead skin equals a nasty infection for her. Fam. (laughs) If you fuck it, fucking love it enough to keep it healthy. Keep reading, you beautiful man. Yeah, I think you're beautiful because you're out here getting all this knowledge so you can take care of her. Take the compliment and... Don't feel a way about it. Own it and grow up, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Not wearing the right size boxers or underwear causes your love area to sweat. What do you get? Say it with me, lads. Bacteria! (laughs) (laughs) And how do we feel about it when we go back to tweet number six? It's it's a picture of, like, Jim Carrey crying. Stop fucking multiple women in the raw, bro. What's wrong with you? It doesn't make you more manly, sampling death like that. You're not okay and need to cut it out. Outside AIDS, HIV, and the many STIs you can track going around like that, you're ruining people's lives, broski. Truth. The more women you sleep with, the more you put your girl at risk of contracting those diseases. Buy condoms and strap up, because your little egos are fragile, and some of y'all will stick... We'll still fuck around after this to prove your power. He that. <laughs> I just can't. He that. <laughs> M- messing with many women fucks with her pH. When her pH balances off, her vagina carries an off smell about it. It's acidic and pungent. Before you start scrounging your face stupid and disgust, scroll back to the tweet before this and stop fucking other women. Because <laughs> you're ruining this girl's life, bro. The fuck? I'm in love with this guy. I do. I I honestly, like, I read through this whole thing, and with each post, it just gets better and better. I know. Do you have a primary care provider? Yeah, bro, a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) You don't, do you? If you do, reply with his contact so the bros go get checked, too. (laughs) You need to get checked. I don't care how clean you think you are. Book regular visits. Annual full body checkups, too. You could be carrying trichomoniasis, which is an STI caused by the parasite homies carry, and it causes a foul-smelling vaginal discharge, genital itching, and painful urination for women. Only dudes carry the parasite, and it only ever reaches a woman through sexual contact. Bro. Yeah, women can't get tricked without a man, bro. Before you touch your coochie, wash your hands. Scrub the homies. Get in there, scrub, homie. <laughs> Out here with your greasy, scratchy, untended untended fingernails trying to rub up on her pussy lips. No, fam. Take care of your hands. Scrub, cuz. <laughs> Bathe every day. Twice a day, even. Piss after you fuck her, then clean your whole penis right after. Make it a habit. Out here sleeping after you nut, then waking up at 3 a.m. with dusty penis trying to continue the round. No, bro. <laughs> Go wash up first. Respect the kitty. <laughs> Dusty penis. <laughs> that got me. That yes. Fam, you need to see a dentist. When last you see a dentist, bro? Some of y'all don't brush your teeth after meals or floss, but brag about feasting on a pussy. Your mouth and tongue have the largest bacteria deposits ever, and you're just out here lapping her up daily. 
<laughs> Beard ain't clean. Bump patrol don't work. Flaky chin hair. Browns <laughs> 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 looking dusty. But you want to eat her and beat your chest. Shampoo your beard. Beard balm your chin. Get Moroccan beard oils to keep your skin and your chin fluff smoother. Out here with cereal dust in your face. <laughs> Before you say anything that makes you look like an idiot in front of all these women you're trying to impress, fact check me instead of drying up her vagina with dumb remarks. I love you and wish you spine curling orgasms. Hashtag come correct and stop embarrassing us out there. Uh, and then he goes on to say, I have nothing to promote but love, my books, and events. Do not follow me if you are an anti love and progressive thinking my space is healthy and peaceful my hashtag love tribe is here for poetry positive bands growth and sexy ass happiness anything less is death hashtag come correct this whole thread was just it was very um it was very refreshing to see come from a guy yeah like and for him to just break it down yeah i mean for one the idea of this guy not only Getting all of these facts. Yeah. But putting it out there for other guys. Because it's true. Guys are going to listen to guys when it comes to sex. Yeah. Like, and if you are one of those people who have multiple partners and you don't necessarily respect all of them, mm-hmm. you're not going to listen to them when they say the same exact things. Right. So. Or even if you're with the same girl and she always tells you to go wash your hands, you think she nagging at you and shit. No. There's like, a reason for yeah. it. <laughs> it's because as amazing as the vagina is, it is also a very fragile ecosystem. Very. Like. We learned that last week. Yes. Yes, we did. Yes. It's uh, it, it's one of those things where it's not that we're trying to be bitches. Yeah. It's that we're, we're not trying to die. Right. Right. And you know what? You love the kitty and the kitty will love you back. Out here finger popping each other's assholes. <laughs> All right, and now you know what time it is. As I do. It's the very last segment of Questionnaire Extraordinaire by Juicy J. Yes. It's time for our super awesome tailored only for us questions by Juicy J. Are you ready, Bam? I'm ready, Beans. Okay. You mentioned your partner had zero interest in listening to the podcast. Have they changed their minds at all? I said the last one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I thought we already talked about that. We probably did. I mean, um, I think we, we touched on it um, when when she asked about um, our partners possibly coming on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We talked about his uh, involvement. Yeah. Um, we've, sl- we've actually slowly been talking about it, um, and we were kind of... I, I made this suggestion of making a list of episodes that don't uh, correlate with any, like, exes or, like, past sexual experiences. Yeah. And um, he seemed a little bit more easy about listening to those. As in, like, because that's his main thing. He doesn't want to hear about my past conquests. He Your doesn't. Past sex capades. Yeah, he doesn't want to hear about it. Because when we first got together, we made the decision that it's only respectful for each other mm-hmm. to not bring it up. Yeah. So, I mean, for the last five years, we've kind of just done our best to stay with that. Mm-hmm. And I told him that I understand that there were women before me. Um, I oftentimes make the jokes about. How many? How many? <laughs> um, I mean, when him and I first started dating, we had a bet at the bar that I would pay for the entire night if he could name off all 26 women. He didn't and He it. got 26, or he got 25. He forgot one. He did. Um, and it was me. <laughs> <laughs> he was staring me dead. I gave him three minutes to do it also. Like, I gave him what I felt like was extreme adequate time. And he went through the first 25 within the first two minutes. And he had 60 seconds to to think of your name. To stare at me and just say me. (laughs) And I was like, at the end of it, like, my timer went off. And he was like, fuck, who am I forgetting? And I was like, me. We just had sex before we got here. And he goes, fuck. He's like, no, I said you. And he was like, no, you were the first one I said. I was like, no. (laughs) 
Oh, um, my goodness. But he, uh, he's slowly coming around to it. Um, again, he still shows his full support with, like, behind-the-scenes things. Um, he likes to ask me um, what kind of things I've prepared, uh, if, oh, I, nice. if I need help with anything, if there's other research um, that I need help with and stuff. So he's actually – he's getting a little bit more on board with it. Yay. He's uh, – I, I enjoy the fact that he's doing a little bit more. Um, I think – with a couple more months, I could probably get him on the show. All right. That'll be exciting. Just wear him down. Beat him like a fucking dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I'm excited with the progress that him and I have made. Um, he's always been supportive, but he's yeah. just starting to realize, like, the type of support he's giving me. And I think the type of support I need. So he's evolving with that. Okay. Which is nice. That's awesome. All right, Beans. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay, here's a heavy one. You mentioned the loss of a past partner due to them passing. My question is, after such a loss, what was it like navigating dating afterwards? How did you navigate your sex life? Is it something that still has an effect on your sex life? And how does your partner handle the conflicts, if there are any? Okay. You have um, exactly six questions to answer. <laughs> no, it's fine. I like this. Um, I, so yeah, I did, um, I did lose my first husband to cancer. He was diagnosed with stage three, um, melanoma about three months after we got married. So our, our whole marriage was like the fight. Mm-hmm. And he, um, eventually ended up losing that battle, um, I believe, like, a year and a half, if, a year and a couple of months after he was diagnosed. Yeah. Um, it was really hard for me. It was, like, like I was really leaning on the people in my life at that point to just kind of keep me going uh, because, you know, he was, as far as I knew, he was the love of my life. He was the person I was supposed to spend the rest of my life together. We had all of these plans, you know. We had just gotten married, you know. We were just settling into the marriage life, and we were going to have kids, and we were going to do all this stuff. And then that that whole future that I had figured out for myself was just, like, ripped away from me. And for years, it was really hard for me to kind of see myself having that with anyone else. Yeah, It was one of those things where it's just, like, you don't win the lottery twice. Yeah. Kind of feelings. Um, and I might have hoed around a little bit. Um, because because I I do like to to keep pretty sexually active. Um, I do have a friend that uh, before I met my my husband, um, he and I were friends with benefits and it just like we just like ended up picking up where we left off. It was it was really convenient and it was very nice that he wasn't tied up with anything. Yeah. And we were able to kind of keep our arrangement and reconnect cuz he and I hadn't really seen each other in all the time that I was with my husband yeah. because that was our arrangement. Um so that's kind of like what I did. I did uh kind of go through like I, there was, there was a coworker that I fooled around with for a while. Um, after maybe like two or three years, I I attempted to do the dating thing again, and just I was not ready for it. Yeah, like I just was not. I mean, I I was still waking up most mornings crying. Because, you know, that, like, so much of my life had been interrupted by his his absence. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't think that it has an effect on my sex life now. Um, being in uh, a really awesome, committed relationship. Um, my partner has been really amazing. And, and super uh, understanding about 
the situation because because I do still talk about my first husband. Like, it's not like an ex where, yeah. you know, something happened that made us break up and, you know, it, it was some, it, it was definitely much more complicated that I still have so many fond memories with my first husband. And um, I do, I do tend to kind of curb that. Like, I think I'm a little bit more conscious about it now and I don't do it as often because I don't, like, the last thing I want to do is ever make anyone else feel shitty. Yeah. Um. But he's been really understanding about it. Like, I still have days where I just, you know, it doesn't, it, I think it took a while, too, for me to um, to kind of explain that because I miss him doesn't mean that I love you any less. Yeah. Like, you are not second best to him because he's not here. Yeah. Like, he's not here for you to be in competition with. Yeah. And um, that was, for a little bit, it was kind of uh, difficult because it could be really, really tough having to live up to someone else's... uh, Like, expectations or, like... Like, because I really didn't have... I I have very little expectations, but... I'm trying to think of But, like, uh, almost like living in his shadow. Yeah, there you go. Um, living up to his memory. Right. Um, because when, when loved ones pass, it's a lot of times it's really super easy to put that person up on a pedestal. Yeah. And, you know, my husband, my first husband was not perfect, but we had a really great relationship. And in a way I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that relationship because it has taught me how to have this awesome, supportive, caring, compassionate relationship with someone else. And I really think that, like, it it gives me something more to bring to the table. If that makes any sense. Yes, it does. You're going to cry? No, I'm not. No, it's the weirdest thing. An elf came in and poked my eye. Oh, no. I'm not crying. I think the elf poked my eyes, too. Yeah, it did. I watched it slap the shit out of both of us. Shit. (laughs) But, yeah, so um, complications in the sex life? Absolutely not. No. Uh, We are definitely all good there. But, you know, it's always always difficult when, when you lose someone. I mean, whether it be a partner or a friend or uh, a sibling or a parent, like, and the best thing that you can do for someone else that's in that situation of, of loss and grief is just be there for them and be understanding of their situation. And, you know, you don't have to necessarily have been through it because everyone deals with their grief. I'm just going like, to cry here. It's, fine. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> everyone deals with their, their grief differently. Um, the most important thing is just to be there, to be there for them, to support them like you do. (laughs) I'm like, we've had so long to prepare for this and I didn't think I was going to be the one that was crying. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I'm not crying because I'm sad. Yeah. I'm definitely crying because I'm like over the moon happy about this is going to be a nightmare editing for you. It's um, okay. <laughs> I am so happy with how far you have come. Yeah. And how much our friendship has grown. Mm-hmm. And I am so fucking grateful for the person you are with. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. He, like... Like, I honestly, before, um, before he and I started dating, I never thought... That in a million years I could feel this way about someone again. And I didn't think you could either. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, think about, <laughs> think about where I met you, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, where I met you, you were so... You were so adamant about, like, it could never happen. Yeah. And just, like... I am grateful to be in your life. I'm and watch you to have you in grow my like this. <laughs> I love you so much. Oh, I love you too, fam. I hate crying. Same. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and 
kind of fuck you, Juicy J, for making us sit here and cry for five minutes. No, I think it needed but to happen. I think that, I mean, it's a really, those were good questions. Yeah, they really were. Thank you so much, Juicy J. You don't understand just how important you are to us. Yeah. I mean, here's all these feelings that were just therapy yeah. session number two. <laughs> well, you know what? I haven't cried in a couple days, so this uh, is good. I mean, I haven't cried in a few hours, so <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> well, I but like take I that said, back. I cried yesterday. They're happy tears. Yeah. They're not sad tears. Yeah. By no means are they sad. Um, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so fucking proud of you. <laughs> like, a year ago, a year and a half ago, I would have never seen you answering these questions the way you are. Well, I, I feel like I've always been... You've been so open and honest about everything. Yeah. Well, I've always been open to talking about my situation with my first husband. Yeah. Um, Because that's, in a way, that's been my therapy. You know, um, because I, because I talk about him all the time still. Like, like something will come up and I'll mention, you know, oh, yeah, you know, my, my... Um, my late husband this or my late husband that and people are shocked that someone my age would be a yeah. widow and then I have to go through the explanation and they're like oh my god I'm so sorry and then like I feel like with each person that I had to kind of explain the situation to like the easier it got for me yeah and the better I felt about it you know it still sucks it still hurts um, losing someone always hurts um, that pain doesn't ever really go away. You just find ways to cope with it. Yeah, well, that's And true. that was kind of the way I coped with it was, you know, always being open about it, always being adamant about um, people going to the fucking doctor. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was the thing. You know, he had this mole on his neck and it was driving him crazy for like three months before. Like, because literally on our wedding day, it was, it had already turned. Like... He had this mole on his neck his whole fucking life. And then, you know, it just turned and it became um, cancerous. And after a while, I'm like, you know what? If you're not going to go, if you're dragging your feet this hard and you're not going to go to the doctor, you're going to go see my doctor. I made you this appointment. Get off of work and go. And, like, if I had just done that sooner. And, like, the ifs are what really got me. Yeah. Like, if I had done this, if I had done that, like... But you can't get caught up in those either. The what ifs. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm very adamant about fuck cancer. I'm very adamant about getting your yearly physicals and knowing your body and getting checked out yeah. and checking yourself out and you know, just any any little thing that doesn't seem right, you know? I mean we talk about like women knowing their body, but we mean it for men too. Like Absolutely. know your body. Absolutely. And like it's it's important that you're aware of the changes your body's going through and whether or not those are healthy changes. Yeah. Because that could literally mean the difference between life and death. Yeah. So, I mean, now people understand why we're so fucking adamant about, like... Yeah. <laughs> go see a doctor. Yeah. Go get yourself a primary physician, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You know, a doctor. <laughs> I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I am not a doctor. Please no, do not message no. us any doctor questions. Um, once Bam again, and I are not sex perts. And we don't even play one on TV. And so our advice is for entertainment purposes only. Insert our entire beginning part of our podcast here. Like, if you have a serious health concern. We urge you to go to a medical physician. Yes. <laughs> And this ain't like court where, like, if you don't have one, we'll appoint one for you. It don't work that way. No, we can't help you with that. I'm sorry, buddy. And he, I love when people are like, I don't have insurance. Planned Parenthood does all of that for you. And there are also free clinics around, There too. are so many free, like, Planned um, Parenthood are resources is, like, for you. the one that I know here in Milwaukee. Yeah. And there's so many of them. There's, like, multiple Planned Parenthoods here in Milwaukee that will do testing and stuff like that. Because yeah. they have doctors who actually fucking volunteer their there time will to doctors that will do a full female physical a full male physical. a full male physical you can actually book online if yeah. you don't feel like going and searching for one it'll tell you which places to go mm -hmm. so make sure with or without insurance like you can be you can be covered yeah 
And I think we were like way over our time, but I'm gonna edit so much of this out yeah. that it might probably like <laughs> Damn it. twenty I like, have that, the hiccups. like that right there. And like twenty six <laughs> minutes of us just laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually this podcast is probably gonna come out to like fifteen minutes. So. This is definitely not gonna be the first unedited podcast. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Fuck. Okay, we need to end this now. These okay. notes are getting this worse. Is great. <laughs> Alright, until next time, guys. Okay. Bye. I've been working on my podcast. God, I hope it's good. <laughs>